The new uh, Last Starfighter film is coming out. Uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> Are you saying that Hollywood repeats itself over and over and over in perpetuity, Chad? Is I that am not saying Hollywood repeats itself. I am not saying Hollywood repeats. Are you looking forward to watching a Han Solo movie as a fan? <laughs> not really. <laughs> Nerd stalking. Nerds talking with a passive aggressive guy with three names. Thank God for Jamal, the only one with any sense at all. We were only trying to have a little fun at someone else's expense. Hello and welcome to Nerdstocking. I'm Bill, and with me is my wingman, Chad. Back ah! <laughs> Jesus, Chad. You just stab yourself my, with a folding chair. You wouldn't know it's your Baca impersonation if it if it bit you on it should the... should be more the, like this. Like you're yawning. Give the beard for him, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like you're yawning. <laughs> That's really all Chewbacca is doing is yawning. That's right. I'm just... So bored. So tired of this Kessel Run suggestion. I'm tired of this guy. Tonight we're going solo with the solo Star Wars movie story. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called uh, Flying Solo. <laughs> flying Solo with an apostrophe. But Han won't really be flying solo tonight because Chad's also going to give us a breakdown on... The Cable Guy! The character Cable from the upcoming movie Deadpool 2 Electric Boogaloo. But first, uh, who are we starting with again? Solo. I saw this. Oh, yeah, the Solo. That's Han right. Solo spot. The Han Solo? Han. <laughs> the sequel will be Fran Solo. The Han they're going Solo. They'll pump you up. <laughs> yeah, I saw the, the Solo. They, they you did know, too. It's not really a teaser. Yeah, it's, it's like it's just a, a, a normal trailer, a, yeah. but nowadays it's like, oh, it's not two minutes and 20 seconds long. That's right. It's pretty good. You know, the thing is, I don't think uh, Alden Eichenwald or whatever, whatever his name is, the actor who's playing Han. Weren't they, weren't they looking for him after Germany was <laughs> exactly. shut down? Was in, they found him in Argentina, I think it was after. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, you know, he doesn't really seem to me like very Han Solo-ish or Harrison Ford-ish in, in the trailer. Well, what I found uh, noticeable in the trailer was that it looked like Lando Calrissian was the star of the movie. Right. Because Donald Glover was there with his cool code and, you know, the Millennium Falcon was there. But, uh, you know, Han Solo played no noticeable yeah. role in the trailer. Yeah, well, I, I, I was going to say that... Um, Disney really uh, played to their strengths just by having tons of shots of the Millennium Falcon. Like they, they know <laughs> yeah. what you know what the real star of Star right. Wars is. I guess is a Millennium Falcon. I was wondering if at the end they were doing the Kessel Run. Oh, yeah, and how many parsecs that it took? Yeah, fourteen parsecs. Twelve. 
No, it took, it took 16,000 parsecs, and that's where his story falls apart. Although, of course, parsecs is a, a unit of measurement, measurement and not time. And distance, right? Yeah. So <laughs> he could somehow shorten time if he's going to do a better run. But in Star Wars, they have their own meaning for parsecs. Yeah, I guess. All their languages translated from their weird yes. languages of whatever part of the universe and time they're from. It was like the Klingons in Star Trek and TNG, anyway. They had uh, kilocams. That was their, their distance. 1,200 kilocams, 1,100 kilocams, that's what they said. So it just occurred to me. So Star Wars is a long yeah. time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, a long time ago. Long though. time ago. Long. Yeah. So why doesn't Disney, now that they've got uh, control of all pop culture, why don't they just do a maybe a Star Wars movie set in like, like it would be like episode 10,000, you know, millennium after the ones we're watching yeah. when those people, the descendants, those Skywalkers uh, yep. come to earth and populate it. Oh, okay. So tie it into earth. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't think it's ever been done in a science fiction television slash movie like Battlestar. Maybe the star Wars universe. They're the, ancients that like seeded the That's Mayans right. and the Toltecs. Right. So you have Osiris come through <laughs> in his sarcophagi and he's like, <laughs> that'd be great. Horus, I am your father. I am your father, <laughs> Chad. Um, I noticed in the trailer too, that uh looks like just like in Rogue One, they have a sassy robot. It seems like, they're always trying to get that R two D two C three PO magic by having a, a sassy droid. Right? Yeah, Did you is there? That? Is there? I I didn't see the one that dropped today. I saw the one from the Super Bowl. Oh, that might not have been in the Super Bowl. And there was a droid. I'm glad show, you came but... to this podcast so well prepared, Chad. <laughs> Let's watch it now. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Except I can't run the audio, or the Disney police will Disney be at your door. Will sweep through the windows and kill us all. <laughs> no one's going to ask any questions. It didn't really give a sense, like, these trailers, there's a lot of flying around and explosions and stuff, but I like even just a, a, f- a few kind of hints at, but I like, where Han Solo's, where he is in the time that they're co- this movie's covering his life. Like, where is he? What is he doing? And they don't do any of that. It's just him zipping around and explosions, and there's no sense of time and place as far as Solo is, right? No. It, like, is that too much to ask for? Just to place me? What What is it about? A teaser is like, here's what a little bit the film's going to be about. But it's just, when you look at the trailer, it's like, it's about what everything else is about. Swooping around and explosions and I don't know. It's like they plan to do some reshoots still because they're not quite <laughs> settled on the film. Really? Like when you watch Infinity War, you see Thanos punch somebody and and charge through. and Yeah, you see, well, yeah, you know it, what's going to happen. Yeah, it lays it out really well. The, there's the enemy. Yeah. But you don't even see who Han Solo is fighting against in this, right? There's no enemy. Time. It's like Cannibal Run. It's got to be those 12 parsecs. <laughs> I got to get it in 12. <laughs> I'm at 13. I got to do 12. Dun, dun, dun. The drama. That's right. They're going to come across like a Lamborghini spaceship with two girls in spandex suits. Oh, it's like Cannonball Run. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be Cannonball it's Run Kessel, in space. Kessel Ball Run. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And I'll be the, I sound like him too. I'll be Dom DeLuise. <laughs> you could be Burt Reynolds. Foster Brooks will have an appearance. As Obi-Wan. I'm, I'm Obi-Wan's I grandfather. I don't, I don't remember having a droid. <laughs> Let me take your temperature. 
Solo. Uh, these, I'm these, are not, these are not the droids <laughs> we're looking for. <laughs> so good. They should have done that in the Star Wars holiday special. Oh. That's what was missing was Foster Brooks. Well, this is it. That'd I think that awesome. we have to start rewriting these films before they are released. And so that Lucasfilm slash Disney slash, I don't know, PepsiCo, Sony, whoever, oh, you know, it's like... Yeah. The four conglomerates that are running everything. <laughs> the American government at this point, corporation. Well, yeah. they'll, they'll just listen to our podcast and make those movies. So um, I was thinking about some other Star like you're talking about what Disney can do. I was thinking of some other Star Wars stories I could tell. Right. I want a Bosk Star Wars story. <laughs> who Bosk like hour and a half of... <laughs> <laughs> I think they... But that's already been made. Did they really? Yeah, it's called Enemy Mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Lou Gossett Jr. voice yeah, that's Bosk. True. That's true. Just <laughs> just re-release that. That's it. Enemy Mine. That is not is that a Disney film? I don't think so. I don't know. That was a good movie though. It was a good movie. It's on Netflix now. It was good. Did you ever see Alien Nation? That's another oh, yeah, good one that's of the a great era. movie. Yeah, they Mandy, made a TV show on Man, that too. Yeah. I don't remember the TV show being so good, but Manny no, Patinkin is the alien and uh, oh, was he? James Kahn was his partner, right? I was I didn't know he was that was Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, underneath a shitload of makeup, he was the alien. Yeah, well, he, he has that head drunk. that looks like a yeah. one ball in a scrotum. <laughs> yeah, and he uh, drinks sour milk, and that gets him drunk. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that was a good movie. That was good. <laughs> good. That was kind of the District Nine before District Nine, right? Because right. there were aliens that land and they became assimilated into Earth culture, right? Yeah. Well, and the, that was yeah, that was the point where they found that they brought them in. There was all this human animosity. Yeah, racism. Uh, it's just yeah, a straight up real treatise well, on what's, racism. What's going on? What's what's the movie that is? Oh, that's the one that reminds me. I haven't seen it yet, but the Will Smith Netflix film. Oh, Bright. Yeah, we Bright. gotta watch. That. Just totally looks like Alien Nation. <laughs> yeah, and it's all about them facing racism. Or District Nine, right? Same yeah. thing. District Nine was a great film. But with this, but with the bright one, it looks like you got an alien and a guy. They're cops, yeah. You know, doing their gumshoe thing, and he's an alien. Here's a cop. Together, they're bright. That's right. It's and funny. the new uh, Last Starfighter film is coming out. Uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that Hollywood repeats itself over and over and over in perpetuity, Chad? Is I that am you not saying Hollywood repeats itself. <laughs> I am not saying Hollywood repeats. It's and the funny. new uh, Last Starfighter film is coming out, uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> Are you saying that Hollywood repeats itself over and over and over in perpetuity, Chad? Is I that am you not saying Hollywood repeats itself. I am not saying Hollywood repeats. Uh, it's quick funny. plug, we did an episode on that too, Ep4. So tune in for that. <laughs> you discuss Halloween, which they're making. I sent you a link, didn't I? They've just started. Uh, oh yeah, the new Halloween yeah, looks and, great. And you, it's so funny. You just mentioned uh, you mentioned the last Starfighter, directed by Nick Castle, who was the original shape. He was the original. Oh, um, was he? Mike Myers. Yeah. And he's is he the one that they're bringing back? And he is. They brought him back. He's the shape As again. The, there, uh, right. Carpenter sent a tweet, and it was right. the shape has returned. And Nick Castle was. And yeah. Carpenter's down for the music. Oh, that's cool. And Jamie Lee Curtis is back for it. It's going to be. And they're, but so they're scrapping. So no more now, Rob Zombie, no more angsty. Uh, but no more, like Halloween 3 didn't have Michael Myers in it, but no Halloween 4 or 5 or, or uh, H2O, stupid name. I really liked, um, 
Halloween season of the witch. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's, that's like a movie. A Twilight Zone yeah, episode. Yeah, right? that's a movie I call a Burford Theater movie because it's one of the th- movies I saw in Wyerton when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. The one theater we had, you just went to see everything. Halloween season of the witch played, and I went to see it, and it was really good. I can understand if people go there and like, where the hell's Michael Myers? <laughs> well, <laughs> well you just, know, like you said, it's an anthology. It was actually done because what they're going to do with Halloween going forward was they were going to make anthology films and of just, Halloween. Yeah, taking place in Halloween, yeah. but not to do anything with a slash or killing people. Just they were going to be like Twilight Zoney horror stories for two hours, just told over and over again. Yeah, because they were like, we can't, we for, can't carry on with and for some one reason, guy. <laughs> for some reason, that didn't. That didn't fly, and they brought Michael Myers back again because it's simplicity, right? People like simplicity. I like to think of it more as we had this this conversation about how the first one is the the one that breaks ground. The second one is yep. the one where they perfect it. Yep. And the third one is the one where it all falls to shit. <laughs> so yeah. it's almost, I like There's to no think of it. There's no point for the third. There's that really Halloween no has point. just decided, look, we're just not going to fall to shit. We're just going to make a completely different movie. Yeah. Have nothing yeah. to do was probably with anything good, else. Probably a good bet to do, but. But so this the the upcoming Halloween they say is going to take in the article I read they said it's picking up after the first one. Oh, okay. Now I hope that means after the second one because one and two are one night. Yeah. You know, so I hope they pick up. Well, you know, maybe not. Maybe they're going to pick it up after one when he falls off the uh, balcony yep. and then he's laying on the ground and Donald Ple- are they going to CGI Donald Pleasance? But it's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And because uh, at the end of Halloween two, and this is why he's not in number three, is because he burns to death right so right. it's gonna be and then in halloween four they put him out and bring him back and then he's recu- he recuperates in a mental hospital right. for his burns right you know bosk uh he uh has a his race has a natural hatred of wookies oh, yeah? so he and chewbacca could have a history oh like lizards and furry guys yeah, i guess like one scales, scales versus fur. Cold-blooded versus warm-blooded, yeah. It's the racism story exactly. of racism. It's the sneeches all over again. <laughs> <laughs> sneeches. We don't need those stinking sneeches. Um, and another one I wanted was uh, Mahdi, a Star Wars story. You know who Admiral Mahdi was? No. He was a guy that Vader choked. Oh, he, yeah, him? He's a guy that in Star Wars, the original one, that he's given Vader a hard time. <laughs> oh, don't... We don't fear your sorcerer's ways. Your f- force hasn't brought the plans back. Or the- <laughs> so here, here's the future of Star Wars movies, okay? Because let's face it. The I be- want him. So Star Wars Empire Strikes Back and Rogue One are the three best Star Wars movies, right? Yes. Right. Yep. So Rogue One, the, 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 the cream, the cherry on top of that wonderful Sunday yep. is the fact that it ends where Star Wars begins. Hell yeah. Yeah. And and so yeah. so well. We've discussed it. It's magical the yeah. way they connect the two together. You know, and I was thinking about the the you know the other day I was thinking about the scene where Vader is is coming through before they they that final scene where he op- they open up the door and he marches in and they you know whatever but they grab Leia, but you see him in Rogue One just cutting through them in the hallway. Yep. Right. So maybe that should be the future. So you just take parts like where Vader chokes that guy, ch- yep. chokes Mahdi. Yep. And they just make a movie that ends there. Yeah. Well, what I <laughs> what I was gonna say is, um, what they could do is, in the canon as it is now, after in Star Wars, Mahdi dies on the Death Star when Luke blows it up, right? Mm-hmm. But what they could do is, Mahdi gets off somehow, and uh, 
He ends up changing his name to Sean Don, and he's running a trading post on Kajik selling stuff in um, Star Wars The Holiday Special. He's played by Art Carney. <laughs> so that's how Mahdi ends up. And then they bring it all the way up to there where he's just selling that uh, Imperial guy in a store a comb or something, <laughs> whatever he's trying to sell him. Nice. And that's where it leads right in, and that's that's how it connects. I'm down with that. <laughs> they should just take great key points and and just do that. And there, and there. Yeah, know? just right there. He's in the training post. It's like the guy, you know, you'd have the story of a young guy trying to make his way in the world, and eventually he gets in with the wrong group, and the next thing you know, he's one of the sand people. And then, <laughs> you know, there he is going, on the, on the hill. And More traveling in single file to hide his numbers. And he runs away when Obi-Wan pretends he's a monster. You know, yeah. great. There's a movie. Yeah. Wrap. Done. Next. You'd have one where it's like, uh, you know, we saw C-3PO was built by Anakin Skywalker. I've heard. I've heard. If I heard they 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 kind of used that story somewhere. I don't know where, but uh, they could have like the story of R2D2, mm. where when they're making it, some magician wizard guy embodied like somebody's spirit into R2, which is why R2 is such a super right. droid. Some wizard trapped a midget inside R2-D2. <laughs> Kenny Baker, I think his right. name is. Kenny Baker just couldn't run fast enough. He was forever encased in metal. Encased. As he was about to go in, he was about to get locked in the, the droid. Another small actor said, I love you. And he said, I know. <laughs> and then <laughs> the, lid, the, the lid gets screwed on. And the new uh, Last Starfighter film is coming out. Uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> Are you saying that Hollywood repeats itself over and over and over in perpetuity, Chad? Is I that am not saying Hollywood repeats itself. I am not saying Hollywood repeats. You know, Stan Lee went into the hospital, eh? Gave everybody a real scare. Did he? Everyone's going to pull out their obituary for Stan Lee and report it. But Stan I Lee walked into a hospital, which you should have opened his eyes. He would have seen it coming. <laughs> a hospital? What is it? It's a building with doctors and patients, but that's not important right now. <laughs> um, yeah, he gave everybody a scare, but uh, he's okay. He came back and he made an appearance somewhere and did a function. It's like, I'm feeling great. So he's still going. Still going. <laughs> I just every year, like this this New Year's, I thought that. I, I thought that once, I think New Year's Eve, I'm like, I wonder if Stan Lee's going to make it this year. Well, it's like a little while ago there at the, oh, shit, the Writers Guild. I don't know. One of the one of the many award shows that. Like the, air, yeah, the screenwriters. Golden Globes, maybe. Oh, Golden Globes, right. And Sarah, uh, no, um, Catherine Zeta-Jones came out with Kirk Douglas. Yep. And he's like 102. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Walked he had a stroke. Walked away from a helicopter crash. Yeah. yeah walked away from that. <laughs> like somebody, that was not, that was recent, like seven or eight years ago, maybe 10 years ago. Somebody threw a spear <laughs> through his head. They pulled it out. No problem. He's still alive. Is this your spear? <laughs> Speaking of 90s movies, did you ever see uh, Tough Guys? Yeah. I think Bert I Lancaster and Kirk Douglas. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah. The other one was City Heat with uh, Burt Reynolds and uh, Clint. It's and funny. the new uh, Last Starfighter film is coming out. Uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> Are you saying that Hollywood repeats itself over and over and over in perpetuity, Chad? Is I am that not saying Hollywood repeats itself. 
I am not saying Hollywood repeats. Holy fuck, Knuckles. I am high as a kite right now. So there's a Deadpool 2 is coming out. You don't say. I do say. That funny trailer. The original trailer was uh, old man's getting mugged in an alley and he runs into the the phone booth to change into Deadpool and he's like <laughs> he doesn't want to go his, fight him got his butts, he can't move and his butt's pushed up against the window and by the time he comes out the guy's dead he just lies down with the body and talks to it <laughs> Deadpool the phone booth reminds me I was watching the IT crowd yep and uh, in the last episode which is just like I guess they came back the for an extra season for one episode just to wrap up the show okay and uh, at one point the um Curly haired guy, I forget his name. Yep. Uh, he's doing videos. And it was, you know, I we we do videos and Is I, it on I, DTube? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so he does these videos of playing games, like board games, you know, Settlers of Catan, but all yeah. these with two friends, and they're all like they're all those kind of trading games, right? Yep. Yep. And everybody hates his videos. They're so boring. <laughs> and they're like, you know, nobody wants to watch these. That's You're like uh on the Big Bang Theory, Sheldon does those Flags of the World That's right. videos, right? Exactly. I wonder what was first. So he says, you know, we play games, we play games, and everybody complains about it. And there's, you know, you're terrible. She's the the girl in the IT crowd says, you know, you're terrible at this. You, you're horrible. You have no presence. You're just horrible. Yep. And at one point he goes up and he talks to his boss, which uh, if you check out our, our YouTube channel, we have the sexy Star Trek episode and the boss is the guy on trial there. Oh, right. So he goes up and he talks to him. Rainhold or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not very good at these videos because I have no confidence. And the boss is like, you know what the secret to confidence is? The key to confidence? I wear women's slacks. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're lighter. They're breezier. <laughs> all these things. So yeah. the, the curly-haired guy goes out and he gets a pair of women's slacks. And he has, you know, he's finding that it's giving him confidence. And he goes out in the street. And much like the Deadpool episode, yeah. you see this old lady getting mugged by two thugs. And so he goes with a little shopping bag, gets into a phone booth, and puts on the woman's slacks. <laughs> you see his ass, like, in his tidy whities up against the, the glass. And Whoa. eventually he gets the slacks on and he goes over and he gives the guy a look like, a shove off with his thumb from across the street and they yeah. take off. <laughs> and he goes back to the phone booth and puts the takes the pants back off. That's funny. Woman <laughs> slacks. Such a funny show, man. Anyhow, yeah. but in the upcoming film, you have James Brolin coming into another area of the Marvel Universe to play Cable. Right, because he's Thanos too, right? He's Thanos as well. So, I, yep. you know, when they were planning this, I guess nobody saw coming that uh, Disney would, you know, buy 20th Century Fox. Yeah. So they get X-Men, they get Fantastic Four. Yep. It's all coming into the fold. I can't wait right. for a Fantastic Four movie. To, or, or for Fantastic Four to join just the regular right. Marvel world. So what's going to happen? I don't know. You have James Brolin as Thanos and Cable. Yep. What happens if Cable's in a movie with Thanos? Does he play both? Is it like a Freaky Friday kind of thing? He'll do a kind of a Peter Sellers, you know, multiple uh, roles thing, right? <laughs> Will they shoot it so that you only see the face of one and the other one, it's his back. So you see Thanos' <laughs> back and Cable's yeah. face and then they'll turn and it'll be the other way around. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. So if they ever cross over DC with Marvel, you have Deadpool and Green Lantern. 
both played by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and the like, new uh, Last Starfighter film is coming out. Uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that Hollywood repeats itself over and over and over in perpetuity, Chad? Is I am that not saying Hollywood repeats itself. I am not saying Hollywood repeats so I was doing a little research into this cable guy because I don't know much about cable and he comes from, you know, he's pretty popular. Yeah. It was a big reveal at the end of Deadpool that, you know, cable's going to be in it and people were fucking losing their shit. Yeah. People, cause for some reason people like X-Men. Mm. I don't, I don't quite get it. <laughs> like I know that Wolverine is cool, Yeah, but the rest of them really. What about Gambit? <laughs> exactly. Cajun Pick a car. He's got exploding cards. <laughs> It's like, what? Like, that's the best. How about how about toaster? And he just throws pieces of crispy bread at people. And burns them. Oh, that's hot. It's still, that's right out of the toaster. That's hot, man. That's right. Oh, you got butter on my sleeve. <laughs> that's not butter. Holy, <laughs> holy strawberries. We're in a jam. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. but yeah, X-Men's pretty popular. And as a comic book collector... I have like ten X Men comics, and out of my six thousand, yeah, I've got a huge collection. I've got ten. I'm just just don't dig it. And I go to comic shows, and you go through the, all these long boxes, picking through, and it's all fucking X Men, X Men, X Men. I'm just so sick of X Men, and it's all so much shit because during the '90s, when X Men, X Men was like a disposable comic. It was the one that kept getting canceled. It wasn't a very popular one in the '60s. They just right. didn't know what to do with this shit. Right. But in the '90s. It was like when when Wolverine really happened in the eighties, it opened up yeah. this huge well, X Men door. It's right? funny the there's a, a cartoon, the X Men cartoon, and it's like <laughs> a little cartoon for kids. That was a huge hit. It was a great cartoon. Yeah, it was a great cartoon. And it, it made really me like put the X Men. Yeah, put them on the map. I think, right? And so, so Wolverine is really popular, but you know, in the nineties you have like Rob Leefield. Yep. And he's the guy who like big thighed people with small heads and, and squinty eyes and yep. weird shapes. He did Captain America volume two, which was just a horror show of bad art. Yeah. Hate him. He's hated amongst comic book readers. He's just horrible. Yeah. But in the nineties, they were just Marvel was just churning everything out. Oh, let's capitalize. The, the, the we're we're burning money. We we're running out of money. We're gonna go bankrupt. And they were they were making like variant covers, and every comic had ten covers. And this one was metallic, and that one glowed in the dark, and right. this one here rubbed your backside if you had a <laughs> a boo boo. You know, it's like it just endless yeah. shit. So during that time is when they started just creating like okay. Okay, now we're gonna have a character who does this, and it's like it's not enough to have Black Panther, but we're gonna have like White Panther, and we're gonna have Yellow Panther, and we're gonna have Pink Techno Panther. Panther. Oh no, we can't do that. No. So it was like this endless stream of of characters that, especially with the art style, they're all just really shitty looking. Right. And so Cable was born from this, born from the shit of the '90s. You adopted the darkness. I was born to it. I always like doing my uh, Bane. Oh, was that Bane? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, who is that? Is that? Is that? He has a tur- he has a crazy voice. Uh, he Bane. Sound- he, He's yeah. Tom Hardy, right? Doing Bane. He had crazy. Sounds like Sean Connery. And so 
I looked into Cable to yeah. get his full story, to make him a three-dimensional character for our, our listeners. Yeah, I was just curious, with the new Deadpool 2 coming, just who is this Cable dude? Well, he's Josh Brolin. Okay. In real life, he's Josh Brolin. He is Josh Brolin the actor. That's right. That's right. So the story is this young baby Josh Brolin. <laughs> is the... No. So the story is, is yep. that... The, you know, this is like a Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel thing where they, they had a story years later, they created a, a new character. They're just trying to retcon. And yeah. And they go back and they go, okay, that person <laughs> is. So in this case, right. it's like they, in uh, X-Men issue 201, which came out January of 86. All right. Uh, there was a newborn infant. It was a baby that was Scott Summers, who was Cyclops. Yep. And Madeline Pryor, who was Jean Grey's clone. Okay. You just started? It doesn't sound at all convoluted. <laughs> so Cyclops and Jean Grey were a couple. Or Jean Grey's clone. And this is Jean Grey's clone. Okay. So it's like, that's like sleeping with the twin of your girlfriend. Right. right I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then they had a baby. Yeah. And so that baby, they were worried it was going to get her or somebody was trying to kill it. So that somebody was going to, I don't know, do what to the baby, something to the baby. So they, yep. they sent it into the future. Okay. So gone way off into the future. Yep. Again, not convoluted. No. So that baby, they're saying that baby is Cable. Okay. Okay. The progeny of Cyclops and Jean Grey's clone. That's right. Okay. So now I'm that- I'm with you so far. So now- I got a grip on it. The funny thing about the character is that it has two creators because Chris Claremont mm-hmm. from the best era, apparently, of X-Men, yep. he's the creator of the baby because okay. he wrote the story that had the baby born. Okay. So by now saying, it's like when the church says, you know, well, how is it that this, the, the myth of Mithras is the same as Jesus, but it took place a thousand years or more before? Right. Then the church responds with, because the devil has a time machine, uh, went back right. in time, planted right. that story to create uh, confusion right. and doubt. Now. Or it'd be more like, well, you say the earth is about 6,000 years old, but we have these dinosaur fossils. How do you square that? And they go... The devil planted those bones That's to right. test your faith. They put elephant bones back. So it's the same, you know. You don't want this to spin off into a religious discussion? Well, it is comic books and it is mythology, so we can we can spin Yeah, you're, it's, a, you're, it's really a religion, comic books. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, and then later Rob Leefield created Cable. They drew this baby out of the future where, I don't know how, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so Cable's first appearance is in New Mutants issue 86 from yep. 1990. And at the end of the issue, there was a, a, a little teaser for the next issue. And in that teaser was a little drawing of the character Cable. Okay. So that's technically his first appearance. <laughs> but he doesn't – Wolverine's the same way. They, did, they must have done this on purpose because Wolverine is in an issue of the Hulk, and that's his first appearance. But he's only like just – hinted to in a, in a drawing and then the next issue he has his first full appearance right and so they did the same thing with cable because it worked once with wolverine let's do it again and there's cable. also and there's always this eternal connection like love uh affair between deadpool and uh, logan right that they did in deadpool he's loving hugh jackman <laughs> you saw deadpool right i saw deadpool. i'm just <laughs> trying to remember puzzled. huh he looked puzzled. Wolverine wasn't in that, but he refers to it? Yeah, he refers to him a lot. The girl goes to kiss him, and he takes the mask off, and he's got the Hugh Jackman paper face. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. 
I need to watch that again. That was good. Like it that's was one of the good. few superhero movies you can watch more than once. Oh my god, Deadpool. Uh, so then, uh, yeah. So he appears a full story in 80, issue eighty seven. Yeah. yeah. Now then he becomes the leader of the New Mutants. Okay. Uh, and that uh, then New Mutants ends in issue one hundred, and then they revise it. Yep. And they call it X Force. X Force. And that's X Force number one is where Cable is goes on to do that. Well, do you own that one? No. No X Men. I'll look for it through the uh, all the X long boxes. Yeah, I'm sure you'll find that. X Force number one. You'll sit, find oh, this one for a dollar. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, in '92, he gets his own miniseries. It's right. Very exciting. Now I was looking into what he does. Do you know what he does? Yeah. What's his powers? What can he do? Like he's shown with this like red eye that that has like steam at steam coming off the eye. Right? Kind of like, like Cyclops. Like Maybe he inherited shit. that from Cyclops. So he has psionic powers. Oh, he's okay. telepathic. He's telekinetic. Wow. Uh, now his powers are always constrained because he has this virus okay. in his body, a tech virus. Yep. And so when he uses his powers, it makes the virus act more right. and takes and hurts him more. Right. He's always constrained. Yep. He has great powers, but at one point his powers get so great that he manages to levitate the city of Providence up in the air while battling the Silver Surfer. Wow. Crazy. So not a stupid character at all. Not like completely <laughs> ridiculous and from the 90s. Uh, after that, he burned himself out. Yep. And uh, now then he just started using like sort of techie weapons. Uh, he has super strength. He has enhanced vision and he can see uh, better than regular vision and yep. he can see infrared. Oh, right. Uh, he can interface with tech like R2-D2. Oh, okay. And, uh, or cyborg. And no cyborg can't do that. What interface with Gene Gray's clone <laughs> with technology? I think no, so. No, he just has a zapper. That's all he does. Well, didn't he get into Batman's uh, Nightcrawler and like make it move faster? Oh, that's Cyborg. I was thinking Cyclops. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally like Cyborg. <laughs> Sorry. I was still an X Men. I thought you were gaslighting me. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, Bill? <laughs> Cyborg's never interfaced with anything. Too many sighs. Yeah, it's conf you can't. Spurling. You can't. You can't They're club for men. You can't combine these things. It's like, you know, R two D tube. <laughs> Don't mention D tube. He's a little bit tubey. <laughs> He's a good D tubey. He's a little bit D tubey. Watch out! Watch out! Oh, that's governor, even. it's pretty D tubey. Hey, that's right. Look at her go. She's pretty D tubey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. continue uh let's see uh oh yeah so this is very exciting yep. he can interface with tech to hack computers right and he can open locks wow he's a locksmith <laughs> no but with his tech he can mm -hmm. open locks so if you Whoa. need to get in somewhere don't call the 24-hour hotline call cable there you go Superman will fly in. He'll get the cat out of the out of the tree, but Cable will come and open your lock. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and he can travel to the future. Right, we know that. Yep, that's right. But he continues to do it. He can do it whenever he wants to. Okay. Uh, now he has a spear. He uses sometimes called the the scimitar. Okay. <laughs> Where there's a spear point on one side and a eye on the other, and it's hard to say this with a straight face because it's so stupid. So you gotta explain that to me again. He's got a pole, <laughs> and on one end is a spear, and on the other end is a sigh. 
He's facing a hockey stick. How the, how the fuck would you use that? <laughs> you, would, you would go to. You would go you gotta to stay away from it. <laughs> you would go to stab somebody, and you'd cut your your yourself yeah, off. You break cut your, your liver out. <laughs> cut your liver out or something. <laughs> Shit. Careful with that, Kale. So if that's not tough enough, yeah. He fought Wolverine to a stalemate. Okay. He defeated Captain America in hand-to-hand combat. Wow. He also defeated the Falcon, Red Hulk, and Iron Man using brute force and wit, all while in the pain of the virus. Wow. That's how badass and tough this eye-glowing, steamed eye guy <laughs> is. Yeah. Um, but then he got canceled. And then he got another series yep. called Cable Volume 2, where he, they teamed him up with Deadpool. Yeah. And so yeah. where Deadpool this is bringing us up to Deadpool. That's now. right. So yeah. Deadpool is like, you know, smarmy does stupid shit all the time and Cable fights for the good of the of the world. Right. You know, he's a total apparently a do-gooder, but I don't understand why he would have gone toe to toe with Captain America. It doesn't make him sound right. very good. I'm sure they made up something that made him do that. Yeah, maybe. Uh Cable's Volume 2 series was canceled in 2010 with issue 25 of Dead it was called Deadpool and Cable. Right. Uh, and in that hmm. one, Cable succumbs to the techno-organic virus in his bloodstream while holding open a portal that allows the X-Force to escape to the future. To the future. Then he is reborn in 2011, and his storyline continues to bounce back and forth between the present and the future. Uh, so he died. They brought him back. Hmm. And the end of the notes are, are, you know, they're very clear. They say, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. That's <laughs> and so really all you need. That's Cable. So he's basically, you know, he'll probably just be like a space cop type of character who comes in and. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he'll he'll be sort of similar to Colossus in the first Deadpool, where he's the clean cut do gooder. But he's Josh Brolin, so he's gonna have yeah. that Clint Eastwoody kind of. Yeah. Well, the funny thing when I saw Cable is and I saw pictures of Cable and and Im- leaked images of Josh Brolin as Cable. And then I saw him on the comic book too. He looked like a bad guy, like he was going to be fighting yeah, uh, Deadpool, right? Just the way he looks, like you said. Well, because Deadpool's not a Clint good guy. Eastwood. Yeah, but I mean more like he's going to be the villain of the piece, right? Mm. But I guess from what you're reading, he's going to be working alongside him. There'll be some other villain, I guess, that they'll be fighting. Yeah, that's the, you know they'll become unlikely friends for the buddy film across the yeah. America. It'll probably be good. That's a good chemistry. It was a it was a good chemistry, although they didn't really pair them all that much in the first Deadpool was Colossus and Deadpool. And yeah, it was a good pairing. There was a good chemistry there. That's right. Dead, uh, Colossus was like you know puzzled and baffled by what all the hijinks and getting a little bit annoyed with what Deadpool was doing, and it was kind of neat. It was a neat balance. So it'll be interesting what they do with Cable. And if they'll do that same thing, there'll be a good chemistry there. I, I hope so. I hope that he contributes to that film because, that the, you know, the first Deadpool was so good. It would be a shame to do a bad second one. Well, uh, just the great trailers and and uh, other PR stuff that they're doing, that Ryan Reynolds is doing, it seems like he's still note perfect with what he did on the original Deadpool, right? Just fucking around and making kind of outrageous stuff. Well, that what was that the artist there uh, that he did that one trailer where he's painting pictures? <laughs> it's like Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Yeah. So I, you know, Bob Ross. There's this massive explosion now. Of Bob Ross stuff. Yeah. At ValhallaCards.com. No, yeah. We don't have it on our website, but in our store. Yep. Uh, just so much Bob Ross stuff. Happy little trees. 
<laughs> you know, I have a vague recollection of him, but wasn't there another guy who also painted pictures? I'm not sure. Canadian guy, I think. Uh, maybe, yeah. We didn't really, I didn't really watch Bob Ross. I only knew him You're later. You too busy watching The Galloping Gourmet? No, I was watching Mr. Dressup. But uh, yeah, I remember, I don't think I ever saw Bob, a Bob Ross show. It was all in the U.S., but I heard of him later. Yeah, I think there was a show up here too that, by a different guy. Maybe. Maybe. The Canadian Bob Ross. Yeah, that's uh, Guy Ross. <laughs> and the funny. new uh, Last Starfighter film is coming out. Uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> Are you saying that Hollywood repeats itself over and over and over in perpetuity, Chad? Is I that am not saying Hollywood repeats itself. I am not saying Hollywood repeats. So, and that brings us to a new feature. What's that? <laughs> Gems. Film gems that nobody saw. Not great moments in television or film. Okay. Demolition Man, which I think I mentioned earlier, but I hadn't finished watching it. Right. Demolition Man. Everybody should watch it. It yeah. was great from beginning to end. Yep. It is a clever movie. It's Wesley Snipes at his best. Although you you might be missing Passenger 57, was that what that was called? Where you had to take over. He was on a plane. and Yeah, that's good. All the Wesley Snipes. Always bet on black. I didn't like that's the Blade said. movies. Speaking I like of the Ryan first, Reynolds. I like the first one. First one was good. Yeah. I never liked that they had Chris Christopherson in it because he's like this mush mouth. <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> what did that drunken country singer just say? But uh, it's they were good. The first one. I don't even know if I've seen the second. Is there a third and a fourth? Oh, yeah. Fourth? Well, Ryan Reynolds was in the third one, I think. Or oh, my second. God. That's when he went from... That scrawny guy in Two Guys and a Girl in a Pizza Joint yeah. to beefy hunk right. in the Blade movie. But yeah, Demolition Man was great. In fact, I would say that after Rocky 1 and 2 and First Blood, yep. def, uh, and I love Lords of Flatbush, but you know this is the third best uh, Stallone film. Again, easily. I don't know, Chad. I think you're missing stuff. Do you remember Rhinestone? Rhinestone was Dolly Parton. good, but I would place it just slightly behind... Demolition Man. How about Oscar? Although Demolition Man would have been interesting with Dolly Parton in it. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Oscar was, uh, yeah, Oscar. My God, Oscar was bad. Was he in um, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? That was a good movie, yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was him with uh, that old lady. <laughs> Wasn't it Estelle Parsons or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, Demolition Man, it was, it was good. They did a good Java world building. It was a really neat kind of future they made, except that all restaurants are Taco Bell. Yeah, but that's a good thing. I, okay. Make Taco me happy. Okay. Sandra Bullock is like a kid, and she is like yeah. so young and pretty, and she's great in the role. Yeah. And uh, Rob Schneider's going to Rob always, Schneider's in there. When he's funny. There's a, <laughs> I don't know, he can't remember his name. There's a couple other people in that movie. Yeah, there's a couple other people in that movie. <laughs> The asshole guy. There's the asshole guy. We talked about him. Yeah. The, the, no, but it's the Spanish guy. Oh, the Spanish guy. That and, narrows it down. And, and Janet knew his name, and I was like, "How do you, how do you know his name?" And she knew it. And and then we were watching Modern Family. He plays one of the cops, and he's like a kid. He's probably twenty, like Sandra Bullock. Right. And we're watching Modern Family, and it was a rerun with uh, when Manny's real dad comes in and she goes, that's him. And I was like, Oh my God, that's the same actor. But now 30 years later, Yeesh. but anyway, Dennis Leary is the asshole guy. He's the asshole guy. Yeah. Not the Hispanic guy. No, he might be an the asshole. Hispanic too. guy is not Dennis Leary. 
<laughs> that's not his name. <laughs> but it's not, we don't know if he's an asshole or not. He oh, might be the, an asshole too. He the might, Spanish guy? He might just yeah. be the Spanish asshole guy. <laughs> Your el asshole <laughs> asshole. Ole. <laughs> Puta madre, carón. What are you doing there with your phone? Um, Taking a uh, selfie? No, I'm, I'm going to look up that guy's name because oh, right. everybody wants to know. Don't you? Inquiring minds want to know who oh, the Spanish it's, it's guy Benjamin was. Bratt. Oh, my God. We're trying- Benjamin Bratt. <laughs> Who's the Spanish guy? Oh, Benjamin Bratt. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> He's got a pretty Anglo name. Yeah. Like I said, he appeared that in with Sandra Bullock, and they must have been friends because he's the uh, head of the FBI investigation and miscongeniality. Right. Right. That's Benjamin Bratt. Well, he's in it, and it's uh, it has lots of lots of great moments. Yeah, it's a good one. So, anyway, I think that does it for this episode. Are you done, Chad? Done. So, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can go to our website, which is nerdstalking.com. It's got all our social media feeds and all that stuff. It's got uh, a list of all our previous episodes, and it's got a gallery of our great videos. So you can check out all our um, creative stuff that's going on there. So, good night. Ladies and gentlemen, the recipient of the 28th AFI Life Achievement Award, Harrison Ford. The damn music follows me everywhere. And the new uh, Last Starfighter film is coming out. Ready Player One. <laughs> Are you saying that Hollywood repeats itself over and over and over in perpetuity, Chad? Is I am not saying Hollywood repeats itself. I am not saying Hollywood repeats. <laughs>